0: This show. to MMA BJJ and life. I'm your host DJ San Marco coming to you from Laguna Niguel, California and a uh, pleasant evening to all of you guys. Uh, it's great to be back. That is Mick and the Rolling Stones. That is the live from Madison Square Garden, I believe 1969 um, episode right there. And um, it's, it's really good. It's, it's a different take on Jumpin' Jack Flash because Mick um, sings the chorus differently than he sings um, in other versions of Jumpin' Jack Flash. So I recommend all you guys YouTube that one, if, especially if you love the Rolling Stones like I do. Anyway, welcome back to uh, MMA BJJ and Life. Of course, it is at MMA underscore BJJ underscore and life on Twitter. And hashtag life tonight, I'm going to have on uh, a uh, friend of mine who is a yoga instructor um, here in South Orange County. So before everybody just hit stop on your uh, on your MP3 player, your phone, or, or, or your computer, um, I'll, there is this combat sports tie-in um, Keith Jardine is, has had a uh, a yoga studio for years and has been doing it for years a lot of the fighters have been doing it and even if you listen to the lead-up of the Ally Quinta fight with Diego Sanchez, Diego highlighted I've got 15 years of yoga behind me so he's even been doing yoga quite a bit longer than I have but I'm here to tell you folks that even if I were not doing any combat sports at all, I mean, I started out tooling around with MMA as a training partner and then I, I got into jiu-jitsu and that's what I've been doing for the last six, seven years, um, I would still be doing yoga without even, regardless of, of, um, of uh, jiu-jitsu. So it really is a fantastic thing and the guy that I'm bringing on tonight is a guy named Sonny Ali. And Sonny Ali is one of the more, I would say, renowned instructors here in South Orange County and he runs not a touchy-feely type of a yoga class, although all yoga has an element of looking within yourself and and bringing the best out of yourself. and and breathing and all these sorts of things Sonny runs more of a navy seal type of a, of a yoga class where you will leave there drenched in sweat um, you know it'll look like you were just in an nogi class basically when you take Sonny's class so um, he's very very funny and very engaging so everybody in the class will be engaged by Sonny at some point he's very humorous and he's brought the fun back to yoga so that you're not going to see a bunch of, uh, you know, for the most part, as many, I should say, as many stone-faced yogis when you go in his class, that, you know, you'll be laughing. Um, you will fail most likely in class. Uh, we all do at some point. And he makes it fun and interesting. And let me tell you, he can do and does do everything that he's going to ask you to do. So it's not like you're standing up there and you have an instructor asking you to do some extremely challenging uh things uh that may or may not even be really yogic in nature that they can't do. Sunny can do it. He can do it all. Um and you will see some of it and, and he'll be talking while he's doing it while you can barely breathe when you're doing it. So um he's uh a fantastic instructor and personality and I wanted to uh, bring that on, bring him on, and kind of get inside the yoga um, uh, mentality a little bit. Um, a lot of people idolize their yoga teachers, um, as we do our, you know, our our BJJ professors, you know, we, we idolize these guys. Uh, MMA coaches are idolized, you know, people like Ray Longo and Matt Sarah and Greg Jackson and javier mendez and you can go on and on and on you know and matt hume by by his demetrius so um so that is a thing in yoga and how do you deal with that you know how do you deal that when you have all these uh men and and women and there are more and more and more men of all ages going to these classes. You know, when I first got into yoga, I was actually in the Air Force, so there was a few guys, a couple of guys in there, but now when you go to class, there's more and more men that are going to class every day. Um so it's it's a pretty big deal and they're not just uh older guys like myself that are in their 50s and 60s. Some of them are in their 20s and 30s uh and 40s. It really spans all ages. So um, so you'll see that when you go to class. I am, I want to say straight up front, I am not a proponent of hot yoga. I hate hot yoga. I don't think it's good for you and I'll just leave it at that. If you want to know more about, it, you can contact me directly at my um, at my uh, Twitter account or at my uh, DJ San Marco one at Gmail. All right, so uh, so when we return, we are going to bring on the aforementioned, Sonny Ali and, and kind of get a little bit, he's a, a, he's a biology major at a Boston University, a very, very smart guy who has applied what I consider to be a certain amount of brilliance about the body and knowing how it affects you when you get into a pose and the mechanics of the body, all the things that you would take pre-med, he's been able to take and apply that to, uh, to his yoga practice. Um, he also teaches uh, boot camps, uh, the fitness boot camps for folks. He does uh, cycling classes in the morning, which are extremely demanding. Um, so he's, he's, he's quite fit. You know, a smaller uh, gentleman, probably around 140, 150 pounds, something like that, and very, very fit. So it's um, when he's teaching, he can, as I say, he can do all the things. Uh, that, um, that he's showing you without breaking much of a sweat. So anyway, so when we come back, uh, we'll dive a little bit into the yoga and the yoga instructor with uh, my friend uh, Sonny Ali. And we'll be right back on MMA BJJ and Life. to MMA BJJ and Life. I'm your host DJ San Marco coming to you from Laguna Niguel, California and as promised hashtag life today hashtag life. Um, it's going to be a yoga episode and I am very uh, proud and honored to introduce my friend the Jimi Hendrix of yoga here in South Orange County and that could be none other than Mr. Sunny Ali. How are you sir?
1: Good sir. How are you? What a great intro.
0: <laughs> I'm doing good. Oh, you don't I have to call you sir. You 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 don't call me sir. Oh, wait a minute, I'm okay. older than you. You can call me sir. But uh anyway <laughs>
2: Anyway, folks,
0: uh as mentioned during the intro, Um, He is an instructor at several uh, yoga studios uh, around here in South Orange County, not the least of which is you and the mat where I go, Studio A. Among others, he can be found at the Cycle Barn in San Juan Capistrano, uh, kicking people's ass over there while he's uh, using 10-pound dumbbells, apparently, while he's riding the cycle. Uh, (laughs) Is that all accurate so far? (laughs) So
1: far so great. Wow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so so uh, he is uh, a very inspiring figure uh, for me, and uh, he's also my friend, um, so I'll get that disclaimer right out of the way. Sonny is a friend of mine, but that's not necessarily why I had him on the show. Even if we had never broken bread or had a beer together, I would have asked to have him on, and that's that's a fact, by the way, Sonny. on
2: cool.
1: thank you.
0: Yes, and the reason is because I wanted to get a yoga instructor on my show. First of all, I wanted to have a show where I had a platform that was expansive enough to go away from just uh, mixed martial arts and jiu-jitsu and be able to talk about something else, which is why I named this podcast MMA, BJJ, and Life. Life can include anything. And then uh, when I attended your class and saw what type of a personality you are, I, I became even more intrigued um, because, you know, Sonny, like yoga instructors, some of them are, you know, sort of easy to, to sort of be able to talk to and some you can get lost pretty quickly when you ask deep questions. Am I correct?
2: Yes.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> Care to expand <laughs> <know>. on that? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I mean, my, my question to you is, uh, would be, um, you know, I, I think I'm fairly easy to talk to, mm-hmm. um, the ones that cause confusion, um, or, you know, uh, sort of muddy the waters, um, is it from my question to you would be, what is it about them that sort of is confusing or, you know, or... How, and if you ask them a question, how do they answer and, and how does that lead to any sort of like questions in your mind?
0: I, I, I guess they can go someplace that, um, maybe is deep, is, is a deeper place than maybe you've accessed. And so, you know, you're not sure, you know, you're not sure exactly what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah you as a listener, absolutely. I, I know, I, I know, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that, I, we, I would agree with your original statement i, I totally would agree with some, and some like you're a
0: guide like we, we could be talking about the Nba finals <laughs> or or we can be talking yep. about the intricacies of uh Ekapada, Hastasafasana, you know or i'm sorry I'm sure there's a better <laughs> pose or donnya or something like that <laughs> right you know? yeah. so you know it makes you you're very easy to to connect with on on a lot of different levels and then you can we can kinda like take it into yoga you know what I mean
1: Sure, absolutely well thank you that's a very nice thing to say thank you I appreciate it
0: so um, what I what I wanted to begin with Sonny if you can kinda you know to figure out how does somebody get into this and for those in the audience and during the intro I said this is a kinda thing where it's like very much like a jiu-jitsu professor where you have to show up every day for multiple classes and convey a certain positivity, a certain excitement at what's about to happen. About the fact that we're about to jump into class, and people may be tired, and they may be thinking about work or their kids or the girlfriend or their boyfriend or whatever. And you right. guys have to show up and and put on a face that, what, no matter what you feel like, of that. Hey, guys, let's let's jump into this. And that's exactly how it is with. Someone who does four or five jiu-jitsu classes a day as a teacher, and what you have to deal with. So, you know, that's the tight. That's what you're challenged with. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's a very fair statement. I think that, um, you know, uh, from my teachers that I've, you know, been with, um, Annie Carpenter and Tiffany Russo, um, to name a few. Uh, to well, to name two. Um, you know, you you kind of have to leave your, as the instructor, whatever is going on in your life um, has to sort of fade into the background. And, um, you know, we all have things that are going on in our lives. Um, you know, no one is ever um, sort of uh, waltzing through life sort of scot-free of any sort of consequences um, and sort of repercussions of, you know, interactions that we all have in our, our day-to-day lives. Um and, you know, you, you kind of have to find a, a place where you can hold a space for uh, people that you really don't know. I mean, they show up to your class and, and um, you're there to take them on a, on a journey, a little voyage of sort of self-discovery and, and um, of themselves. And you don't know any sort of, pre-di- you know, preconditions that they may have and, there is a uh, method to the madness, and there is as much art as there is science to um, communicating effectively uh, with people who, you know, at first blush, you don't know if they're injured or anything like that. I and mean, you really have no way of knowing. But if you're trying to move, you know, uh, a group of people um, to. Um, either move their bodies or move their uh, spirit or move their energy in a way that is uh, positive and constructive, um, you, you do have to, you know, conduct a bit of a, a dance between what is it that you are, your theme is for the class or your, your peak pose or whatever, and then also be able to read the room and, and, and be able to say, okay, well, you know, maybe... Maybe I'll change, you know, sort of at midstream and we'll go someplace else um, for whatever reason, right? So um, and I think I've just given you a very long-winded answer, but... Um, well, I think th- one there of the is, underlying
0: like, points you started out to make, and I think it's, it's, it's beneath there, you can know every pose there is in the Sanskrit, but if you can't relate to people, you're not going to be good yeah. at teaching yoga.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can either, you, you have options, right? You, you, you know, if you come across as a sort of know it all, above the fray, you know, um, you know, in sort of a, a teacher in a gilded cage sort of uh, mentality, um, you, you run the risk of talking down to uh, your students. And you know, I don't know about you, but I've never really responded to that method of um there's a hierarchy between a uh, teacher and, and student um, you know my favorite teachers have been ones that have been able to um, push me um, to my you know perceived limit at that moment in time and there's also a sly sort of wink and a nod of, you know, I know you're working and it's okay to smile and have fun, um, as you explore, you know, where you are today, right? Like where, uh, what is your, um, I don't know anything about jujitsu, but I'm assuming whatever certain moves you have, uh, whatever, whatever sort of warm up drills you, they do in, in jujitsu. And we, we have some very similar sort of warm up drills in yoga as well. I mean, they're called Surya and Surya B. Um, and you get to um you get to be a new student every single time you step onto your mat, and it's important that the teacher um, you know allows for some freedom and some playfulness in uh in the moments of sort of stress that that inevitably inevitably come up um, that you know we all are um responding to each other's postures, whether on a conscious or subconscious level. And um, sometimes I think people tend to have the, you know, uh, mindset that they need to perform um, at their 100% peak efficiency all the time. And we all know that that's just not possible. Um, but so I think I, as a, as, I'm, I'm no, sorry, sorry go, but, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. But as a, as a, as a teacher, it's important that you allow people in my mind, in my humble opinion, that, that my best teachers have allowed me to, um, you know, laugh at my own expense to get out of sort of the uh, minutiae that may be, that might be sort of being presented at that moment. Like you can, you know, you can cue a pose only, but for so long and, uh, you know that you you will run into roadblocks uh, when you're the student, but as a teacher you need to sort of be aware of okay that person might just be on the edge of unraveling um, let's you know let's relate to them in a way that is human talking with them and and talking uh, to them and not talking down to them. Um, you know, because uh, you know people's egos uh, are are legitimate; they're valid, and and everyone does have an ego, and you don't want to go around bruising uh, people's egos uh, in class. So you want to try to elevate as much as as possible, and and hold space. and Hopefully, I try to mix in the um, serious with the sort of uh, ridiculous at times, um, just so that people realize that, you know, we we all struggle, like no one ever gets it perfect. You never have a perfect class. There's always a sequence that you could have executed slightly better with more attention to detail and more um, curiosity about the flow of energy in your body and and how, you know, your um, right big toe is affecting your pose or your inner arch of your back foot. And how is that affecting how your body breathes and how you sense, Um, the energetic shifts in your body. So you can get really bogged down in the details. And then you also, you know, have to be able to see the forest for the trees, um, so to speak. And and you have to have a laugh. You know, you can't, you know, we're just doing yoga. Um, We're not um, splitting the atom. Um, Although sometimes it does feel like you are splitting the atom.
0: Well, you Um, and I talked about that, like the first time we hung out, we're talking about humor because there was some subtle humor. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why doesn't, why don't more people laugh? Like, why don't we have a little bit more fun in there? And we sort of talked about that and asked that question out loud. And why are people overly serious? Because I mean, obviously I want to get the pose right. I want to do the pose as perfect as how you're queuing it, but I'm laughing and having some fun and trying to like, enjoy it. And people think like, if they're more serious and they're stone faced, then that means they're more serious about their practice than you are.
1: Yes, that's and 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 I think that that you know for some people it is um, you know hey I don't want to be seen as less than right there's that there's that uh, defensive sort of ego that um, that suggests that you know if I'm not taken seriously um, all the time then you know someone might say well you know that person over there isn't taking their practice seriously. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a um um I think that's not a wise place to um, come from where you know you, you you can't be performing all the time there has to be a sense of let's explore a movement and let's let's understand some of the fundamentals um as I see them and as a, as and as a, I have learned about them in my body and as they have been taught to me by by my teachers Annie and Tiffany, in particular
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and but you know what if at the end of the day, if you can't smile while you are in the midst of a bit of a a tiny struggle, which is a yoga practice, then you know maybe there are other issues that need to be addressed, and maybe there are other sorts of um underlying things that need to be. Um, examined on a on a deeper level, that it's nothing to do with yoga whatsoever. Um, it's nothing to do with what does your down dog look like. You know, is it perfectly straight? Is, you know, it can you smile? You Are know? your heels or, touch or, the you... floor and all that stuff? Yeah, that that type of stuff. You know, and that, I mean, yeah, it, it would be nice if they could, but for some people, they may not have ankle flexibility to get there. That does not mean that they're doing the pose any less stringently or strictly or are they are any less um committed to their practice, that might not be at that point in time, maybe they have a you know, maybe they have uh, pulled their um uh, calf muscle and they can't get down there. So you're gonna what, humiliate them or make them feel less than because of that? I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? We're talking if it's about me,
0: yes, you can. But not <laughs> maybe the other students. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Well hopefully hopefully uh, um you know, people will um, will have a sense of play, will have a sense of, you know, when you were a kid and you, you did a new anything, uh, whether it's you learned to play baseball or tennis or football or rode your bike, you know, whatever the case may be, rode a horse, whatever that is, you know. Um, what was it like when you were having fun? When you were just when you were doing it just for fun, when it didn't feel like a job, but it didn't feel like you had to be perfect. When you, were just, you made mistakes and you laughed at your mistakes and you went about your day and you treated everyone with a, you know, with a smile on your face and you know, kindness in your heart. Um, you know, let's, let's try and get back to that um, and less worried about, but it has to look a certain way because the person next to me makes it look a certain way. You know, That sense of uh, you know, comparison is the thief of joy um it it can be rather uh rampant and very all pervasive in a, in yoga class. Well, uh, like I, I said, think I...
0: you've in, you've infected the studio because I saw a more joking today in um in that class I was with in Aurora's class there and Great. she was trying She's to be more funny. Teacher, by the way. What's that?
1: Yeah. She's a fabulous teacher.
0: She is. She is a great yeah. teacher there, and I have seen at least a couple of the teachers having a little bit more fun. And so I think, and I think it's good. I think actually, as a side note, I think you guys should take one another's classes and kind of um, critique one another a little bit, and 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 it, yeah. it might actually bring up the game of the entire studio
1: if you did that. But no, um, absolutely, I, I wish I could. Trust me, I, I I wish I could take more classes. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're going to get to that because I'm going to ask about your own practice. But I wanted to actually, before we get too deep into the minutia of the actual class, I want to find out a little bit about you and how you got into this. And, I mean, obviously you have a degree in biology. I don't know if that was meant to be like pre-med or something, or was that just you were taking that just – uh, for a different career, before you decided that you were going to get into the fitness um, sort of career field, or how did that come about? Um,
1: I was just really good at biology in high school, and um, I enjoyed it. I, I um, loved all. I just love, I just love learning, and it it, it was. Um, at one point, I know there was the, the, the thought in my head to go pre-med, um, and that was when I was uh, a, a sophomore in high school. Um, I thought about it, and then um, sort of getting into college, mind you, this is like you know two years later, um, getting into college, I and mean, by that time realizing it's going to take how long to do what to get to that career path, and what do <laughs> and like, I want? You know, and I, you know, it just—it just wasn't for me. And that's—and you know, more important we need doctors. That they're great. They're lovely people, um, and we need more and more of them. Um, but I—it um, just wasn't going to be in my um, life's path, and I was perfectly fine with it. I knew the moment. Um, <laughs> excuse me, I mm-hmm. went to college. I'm like, nope, not doing that. Um, and just had to figure out what else I was going to do with my life like, like everyone does, there's
0: a moment, right? And, and so when you got into this way, because you were doing cycling before this, what were you doing before you got into yoga? You were in some sort of other athletic endeavor, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I ran, I swam, I biked, I played tennis, I was very active, um, and, um, you know I was just always uh, a you know a, a busy uh, um, athletic um, person mm-hmm. um, just that that appealed to me um, and, and it, it's funny if you had said that I would be you know I would have you know make a career of, of yoga and of fitness I would have kind of laughed um, in my younger days I would have thought that's not possible and you know, I don't know, and the thought of teaching anyone anything would have, um, <laughs> excuse me, made me very nervous because I am, um, believe it or not, I am deathly afraid of public speaking, and um, you know, for a while I was uh, an engineer and um, and I had you know had to you know talk to people, and I just would, I just hated doing that. I, I couldn't stand it. And so, um, you know, a friend of mine saw me riding my bike out on the road, um, asked me if I wanted to uh, learn how to teach spin classes, which, you know, mind you, this was almost 19 years ago at this point. Wow. Um, Something like that. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a long time ago. And, And I thought, no, it's crazy, you know, I can't do that. I, I don't like talking to people. I don't like talking in front of people. Um, how am I ever going to get this accomplished? Um, but I thought, you know what, if I if I do something that makes me uncomfortable, like learn this skill of public speaking, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I, I open my mouth and nothing comes out. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty much doing that already, but I can't really the bar can't get set any lower. Mm -hmm. I can only go up from here and maybe this will help me sort of get out of my, um, you know, uh, get out of my head, so to speak. And so it was just a way of uh, sort of a a challenge to myself of, all right, I'll I'll do the training and um, see where it goes. I had no expectations and one thing led to another. And excuse me, at a certain point, I decided to make a career change and, and, um, take this on, um, with as much, you know, energy and passion as I can, uh, uh invest into it. And it's turned into something very wonderful, but nothing I would have ever predicted. Um, so
0: how did it transition from there to yoga? How did that happen?
1: <laughs> so yoga, um, <laughs> it's, uh, kind of funny, a little silly and, uh, and a little embarrassing all at once. And, um. And I've told the story before, so it's it's, it's fun. Not to me. (laughs) Uh, So this is like your Barbara Walters uh, Mm -hmm. uh, moment of the interview, right? Um, So back in the day, uh, I was uh, dating a girl, and um, we were trying to find um, something to do together, right? Like an activity we could do together, because I was Mm -hmm. playing tennis and golf and running biking and cycling um, there was nothing um, that we could do together so the options uh, boiled down to well we can either take dance classes or do yoga and um, <laughs> yeah I'm not going to start learning how to dance so no thank you um, and her her exact words I want you to pick something that you, are, that you absolutely suck at and I was not very flexible at all at that point because all I did was just, you know, compress my body. I never knew how to lengthen it. Mm-hmm.
2: I never thought about
1: it. Um, and so I, I'm like, well, I, I know I'm going to suck at yoga. That's for sure. And um, so I said, all right, well, we'll do yoga together. And that's how it, uh, that's how it started.
0: Do you recall your first that? class? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> is there any video of it that I can access?
1: There is absolutely none. Damn Goodness. it! It was nice. <laughs> no. What was was funny was uh, I happened to I, so I was in charge of finding a yoga studio, and I don't know, you know, anything from anything, and there weren't any around here, um, at that time, and so um, uh, I found a, a, a Bikram studio in Laguna Beach. And um, I went there and met with the owner, and who ended up being one of my best friends. Um, And uh, so, okay, we'll take the class. And the first class, uh, I just remember thinking, and I'd never been in a, I've never done yoga in my life, and I'd certainly never, I'd never done hot yoga, right? So it's 100 and, you know, some degrees like 103 or something un unseemingly warm. It was just gross. And you're like,
0: I'm Indian. How hard could this be?
1: Yeah. And, you know, and then you're sort of, you're, you know, I'm I'm a male. I, 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 I'll grab my Y chromosome by the tail and I'll do this. Right. What, how hard could it be within 10 minutes? I was on my back and staring up at the ceiling going, I can't do any of this. And my girlfriend at the time was cracking up and laughing hysterically because she knew that she was finally much better at something, and um, and that made so that you know that was good for her, I guess. Right? <laughs> Improved uh, your
0: relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. and we had we had a laugh about it. Like, I am I am not above laughing at myself. I you know I'll I'll poke fun at myself all the time. Um, and I remember the teacher. Um, you know came over me like walked over and you know and he said try to try to not leave the room and and i took that as like a challenge like okay all right i know i can't move because my body is just like it was overwhelmed by the heat it wasn't the posture; it wasn't it was just overwhelmed by the heat you know? yeah and um and I'm dripping sweat, and, and I'm like, I can't understand why this is so unbelievably hard, and how all these people are doing this. And so I think, you know what? I'm just I have I have two choices. I can either crawl out of the room, which is fine. You know, there's there's no shame in like, you know, today's not my day. i I I don't have that massive of an ego to like try to prove anything to anyone. Um, or I can actually sit here and allow these feelings these sensations that are coursing through my body to just run their course they're they're not going to last forever and i intu- intuitively i knew that you know the class is only 90 minutes i mean it's not going to be forever and i'm not going to die here just don't be so dramatic just be still and you know And he's like listen just stay still you know drink water from time to time try to sit up but if it's if that doesn't work for you just lie back down you can be fine okay great and um and so i said you know what you, you either leave the room or you stay. And I learned more from staying than I ever would have learned from leaving. If I, In my head, if I would have left the room, knowing me, I would have been wondering, well, what did I miss? And could I have stayed? And, you know, all this stuff that we all kind of think about, right? So um, that was sort of my first experience. And then and it wasn't, a, I mean, you know, 10 minutes. That was not even a yoga class. That We barely did anything. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the Bikram sequence, you do 26 postures two times. So I, yep. I, I, I did two things twice, and that was it. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm tapped out. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, I've never um, had that. And I wasn't mad at myself. I wasn't, you know, I was laughing after class, and I was just kind of in awe of, okay, the human body can do some pretty amazing things, including endure, you know, feeling like you're a baked potato. Um, and then moving <laughs> arms and, and legs around. And, um, I, I, I slowly, you know, I slowly got into the routine of it and, and, and picked it up and, you know, it went from there, you know, it was just a, a fun, uh, time to learn and, um, challenge myself and, and, um, and do something that I, you know, I'm not a flexible, I'm not born in a flexible body, um. I'm not one of those Gumby, you know, people that you see in the room. You know, it's like whatever flexibility I have, I have, I've had you to built it. discover on my Yeah, I've had to discover on my own. So.
0: Well, you know what I think the- about Bikram, Sonny? What's that? Bikram sucks.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> and I did there, it. I'd...
0: I made it through the entire class uh, yeah. doing the postures, and I was like, this uh-huh. sucks. I want to go back to yeah. regular yoga.
1: Yeah. No, it's, hey, it's not for everybody, and and I, you know, um, he has his own, uh, well, they have, it's a system. I'll just leave it at that, and, yeah, um, you know, and there are, enough people can uh, Google the history of Bikram, and you know the state that it's in now, and um, how it's, you know.
0: You know what? It's um, just, it's, it's such a mess of... You know, creating all that heat to throw into a room is just so unnecessary. It's artificial heat. It's not even like you're in India or anywhere in the Middle East where it's hundred and something degrees, and you're right. you're outdoors, yeah. but you're undercover. It's
1: just absolutely. It's a mess. It I mean. it it is, and um, and that is one of the well. Anyway, well, let's not go into a diatribe on it. But yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right. It's, it, it is that is one of its limiting factors for me and um, you know i don't practice that style anymore so
0: um. i will never i will never do it again i did it i mean like i <laughs> i think there might have been a couple postures at the end where i took a break uh during the yeah. last probably like 15 minutes 10 minutes something before okay. shavasana or whatever but yeah. i was just i made it through the whole class but i'm just like this sucks i'm not doing that again at I mean,
1: least at least you made it to the whole class. Oh, yeah, I but I was you... already
0: a yogi. You know? I wasn't a day one you know, yogi <laughs> like yourself. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? All right. Um, so, anyway, the voice you're hearing there is Mr. Sonny Ali. He can be found uh, at the uh, U and the Mad in Laguna Niguel. He can be found at Studio A, which stands for I Won't Say It. Um, he can be found at the Cycle Barn in San Juan Capistrano. And uh you don't have do you have an Instagram, Sonny?
1: I do not. I am not um technologically savvy at all and I am not um huge into social media. Um I think it must just be a generational thing with me, so and uh, well, and I just don't have the for it. You know? You're my I, I, generation, I Sonny. I'm,
0: People try to put us down, talking <laughs> about our generation. So, uh, but anyway, my uh, Twitter is MMA underscore BJJ underscore and life. And it's DJ San Marco one at Gmail if you want to email me and tell me how horrible the show is or just say something nice. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break on MMA, BJJ, and life, and we'll be right back with Sonny Ali. Sit tight.
2: I want to live with a cinnamon girl I could be happy the rest of my life with a cinnamon girl A dreamer of pictures I run in the night You see us together chasing the
0: moonlight And Welcome back, back to MMA BJJ in Life. In life. I'm your host DJ Sam Marco back with the Jimi Hendrix of yoga here in South Orange County, none other than my friend Sunny Ali. Sunny, my man, we're gonna get How we're gonna you? dig deep into the Sunny right, Ali this. experience. Is that what we would call your yoga practice?
1: Sure, that's a great great title. You're, you're a great marketer. I need to like think of these things.
0: <laughs> you look like you could be if. Jimi Hendrix had a little brother, a homie who was of Indian scent, it could be you.
2: <laughs>
1: right? Well, there you go. If only I was one one millionth as talented as he was. <laughs> um, I don't know. You're pretty talented. Love- what you
0: did the other day where you were able to flex your hand like that, I was going to the Jiu-Jitsu Academy and showing guys that and having people try it. It was just... It just blew blew me away, man. All right, cool. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about, right? In that, from the push-up yeah, yeah, position.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. How the, the hell exactly you talking. bent
0: your hand like 90 degrees?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it just it takes practice and it, the ability um, to do it, and kind of just be a nerd. I'm pretty much a nerd.
0: So, okay. Um, like, how? When are you practicing? How often do you go to and
1: practice yoga? Um, I practice as often as I can. There are, um, as any, you know, honest yoga teacher will tell you, you'll have periods where you are, you're on your mat every single day for months at a time. And then you may take a day off, a week off, a month off. You know, you'll take breaks. Um, life will sort of interject. Um, and your practice looks different, right? So, you know, you don't have to have two-hour practices every single day for the rest of your life to consider yourself a, a yogi. Um, you There are, you know, many other ways that you can go through your life, whether it's meditating or reading or singing or chanting or breathing. Or doing um, Wim Hof, sorry. Or doing Wim <laughs> Hof, right, absolutely. Um, <laughs> which I have yet to do, so that's on my... <laughs> It's, oh I mean, that's right. Lips. Gee, I forgot all my, about that. My lips. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, um I practice um I do a little bit every day. Okay. Um, and you know, it it's not you know, I don't go the full bells and whistles practice all the time. No, I just don't. But I will work on things and workshop things in my in my room, in my house and you know, I'm always studying and learning. But uh, anyway.
0: I know you did this weekend.
1: You did yeah,
0: really. whatever, yeah, like eight that. hours worth, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Something I like that. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. It was it was a while. I mean, it was at the end, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it was a good workshop um, with Alex Crow. And, and that was fun. Cool. It was good to hear another teacher and hear another way of thinking of a body's move and and killing and things like that. So that's what I'm fascinated with. Um, so tell me
0: when was the time after you got with, uh, got started, when was the moment when you said, you know what, I'm going to go to teacher's training and learn how to teach this.
1: Oh boy. Okay. So I was, um, I was at another studio um, and the manager had said, you know, we've got this free training that, you know, I, I think you'd be, you know, you might like. And just to give you some basics on sort of where yoga comes from and some of the postures or break them down and workshop them and things like that. And it was like a three month program. And, um, so I was like, okay, you know, it was at night and, you know, I could fit it into my schedule. So I, I I, did that and then um you know, it was very I don't remember much of it, it was very rudimentary, it was very basic. Um and uh then so that ended three months, you know, ended and then the next week they were gonna start their teacher training. And uh the manager came up to me and um you know, she said again. You know, I'm leading teacher training, and I, and I really want you to be in it. I think you'd be good at at teaching yoga. And I thought that's that's hysterical. No. But um, <laughs> uh, but I paused right before I walked out, and I and I just I thought, you know, what have I got to lose? I don't have anything to lose. So I turned around and said, all right, I'll do it. And she was very happy and like, thank you. You know, blah blah. You you won't regret it. So spent the next three months, so total of six months at that point. Um, in this teacher training program and, um, um, then was, you know, given an opportunity to teach right away, um, and, and took it and, and ran with it, um, and, and learned, um, you know, as much as I could in that setting. Um, yeah, that's how I started.
0: So was that in that... So you when you did it, you fully expected this was your gonna be career, or were you going to stick your toes in the pool, see what the water felt like, see if you were gonna jump, or did you just jump in the deep end?
1: No, I um I tap danced in the kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. Um where, you know, I, I I said all right, I'll take on a couple of classes and see how that goes. And um you know I quickly discovered, um, uh, well, I already had a teaching voice, but it was for teaching spin mm-hmm. and, and it's a different voice. Like you ca- I can't use that same voice to teach yoga. It doesn't, it, it doesn't correlate. There's mm-hmm. there, there's nothing similar between those two. And so, um, I had to sort of find a, a new voice and in the, in the yoga room and that's different. And, um, so that was that was a, that was a challenge, and and I I became fascinated by the challenge, and so that's what um, I started slowly, modestly, you know, a couple of classes a week, and it sort of built itself up from there. There was this uh, exponential growth, um, and then there was a, a a point where I took a it, oh I just committed fully to it, and I just jumped in. Um, <laughs> and excuse me, and um, thought well I'm. You know, let's make a go of this and see what happens.
0: This is it.
1: And, so, and here we are today. Now, all these years later.
0: Oh, you want to just skip me on? We're not letting you skip forward to today, Sonny. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Nice okay, try. So, okay, um,
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> I I so. Mind.
0: So you, is there a different interaction that you have from the st- your cycling students to yoga students? Because, and the reason I ask this, is you have a lot to deal with, and you and I talked about this when we were out, but for the audience, that there is a certain amount of idolatry that goes on between some yoga students and some yoga teachers that are really good. Um, and I know you've experienced that. And yeah, what's that um, like?
1: It it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. It, it makes my skin crawl. Um, I know what you're talking about. It happens in anything, right? It's any teacher-student relationship can, you know, can sort of morph into something odd. Um, you know, you do your best. We're all human beings. Um. um, I know for me that as long as people know that I'm there to teach and I'm there to make them laugh, you know, at certain points, it's not like it's this is not laughter yoga. Um, You're there to work when you're in my class, whether it's in spin or in, in yoga. Um. And I'm part of my job is to push you a little bit and ask you to test you know, yourself, not so that, you know, I think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, but, you know, to get you out of your comfort zone from time to time and have you examine, you know, what are the reactions to whatever's going on, you know, in that moment and, and how can you breathe through it so that we can be better, more well-adjusted, um, you know, humans um, that take into consideration other people's uh, sensitivities. Um, you know, I, I, so anyway, so I, I try I try my best. Uh, on my good days, I, I can get close to that. Uh, and on most days, you know, I fall short. But I, I'm always, I have the best of intentions for everyone to have a good time and, and uh, participate in their body and, um, you know, come to uh, uh, and leave the class with a sense of like, okay, that was fun. Let's, I want to do that again.
0: Is there versus, any part of getting at a class that should feel like you've been liberated from a concentration camp?
1: No, <laughs> DJ. No. You should never feel like you've been liberated from a concentration camp. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, so why? Am, maybe I need some counseling from Carissa. Why am I feeling this way?
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> well, you. You two can talk
0: about that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps I need to schedule a counseling session. Yeah, Actually, yeah. you and her owe me like a Warrior One mini seminar um, that I really need badly to get my hips to turn. But that's another okay, matter.
1: Well, we don't. We don't want your hips to do anything in Warrior One. Okay. we'll, we'll she'll she'll talk you through it. She's, okay. She's a good teacher.
0: All right. She's I I have every confidence that. Uh, Carissa and and by it. the way,
1: you better delete this part about talking about her on on your podcast, because she'll kill you.
0: Oh, is that right? She did not want to be mentioned on this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't. Carissa I don't Rossi? know. I
1: haven't talked to her about it. Did I say Carissa Rossi? To, oh, I said it again. You, you, might to, <laughs> you might want to. You might want. You might want to duck and you might want to duck your head. So if she hears this, you're in trouble. That's on you.
0: Oh, um, I am not ashamed <laughs> to say, uh, my friend and your friend. And yes. um, upstart <laughs> yoga teacher and training, Carissa Rossi is a fantastic young lady. Um, who am yeah. I practice with tonight? By the way,
1: that I heard about that. She said you were you guys were in class together. That's so cool.
0: Yeah, it was good. I hurt my back uh, this morning when I went for a run, so I, it was really I was hoping to get some therapy, and I do feel better. So yoga
1: did it good. again. So Aurora is a great teacher. I told you. She's yes. A
0: no doubt about it. Aurora Allen, she's fantastic. Um, so um, you went on the journey. Now, how many – you're four year – five years into this or am I wrong?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, how many years is I
0: doing? Now?
1: Four years, five years? I think, I, I think three years – how many years it was I you know I, I, as I get older I, I as everyone who knows me knows I've got the worst memory uh in the world. I don't remember people's names, and I don't remember my own history, so I may be fuzzy on the detail <laughs> um, This is starting uh, to sound
0: like Jeff Sessions before the Intel committee
1: we're not going there with, <laughs> with Jeff. I don't
0: interview. recall. If I had a meeting with him, I just <laughs> i don't recall. I'd like to tell you, but I just don't recall. So,
1: don't um, you so. have his voice down. So I was teaching for a while, teaching for a few years, and I got burnt out on the style of yoga that I was teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I got burnt out of on being in a hot room. Um, I got burnt out um, dealing with a... Very rigid set of rules on you know what how you were supposed to teach the sequence you were supposed to teach it just wasn't fun to me anymore. you know what started off as a you know a lighthearted experiment you know turned into work and then it then it just became drudgery and monotony and um and i I quit um I quit teaching for a little bit and um And then I just, luckily it, and this is, excuse me. You know, and sometimes when life throws you a curveball and you just happen to be ready for it. Um, I got a phone call from the owners of you and the mat. Um, well, I got a phone call from Denise Mm Antonini, one of the owners of you and the mat. And I don't know how she got my phone number. I don't know the circumstances behind that. And, um, but she'd asked if I wanted to, would you know, consider teaching at, at the studio called You and the Mat, um. And, you know, I thought, well, I haven't been teaching for a little bit. I think it's probably been like six months or something at, at that point. I didn't really know what I was going to do, and, um. You know, I said this all to her. I, you know, it was very forthcoming. I said, Are you sure you, you, you want? Um, you know who you're talking to. You, you sure you want me to to be there? And um, so he said, well, just come on down and, you know, I'll, I'll just chat for a bit. <clears throat> and, um, you know, just don't put any pressure on yourself. And we'll just see how it goes. And so a week later, um, I'm at the studio. I met her husband, Eric, and um, their first child, I forget, uh, yeah, um, anyway, so um, and so we were sitting and, and talking, and what I thought would be just a very informal um, conversation became a three-hour, it felt like three hours. Interview? No. It actually was three hours. Um, we were talking about anything and everything, and it was less about yoga and more about who I was as a person and... Um and sort of where my you know head was at that moment, she goes, "Well, I, I want you to teach me a class." And I, and so I was like, "Oh, brother, this is gonna suck. This is gonna go so bad." Um, because I wasn't prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And um and I did, and and I I taught, and I I don't remember the sequence. I don't remember anything. Um, I remember halfway through it. Uh, we had to stop um, because there was uh, someone at the front desk and Eric had a question. So we kind of tapped on the window and asked Denise to come out. And so there's a break in the class. And, you know, if you can imagine if you're teaching class and there's like a 30 minute pause button, that's what it felt like. I have no idea how long it was, but, um, and then we continued on. And um, I don't know how it went. Um, Well, I mean, it must've gone fairly decent right because um they hired he, you they hired me yeah and it was a pure pure stroke of luck absolute pure stroke of luck um and then uh so I started teaching there and and I would sub like voraciously I subbed all the time any chance I got to sub I sub cuz I you know when you find people that you're aligned with and it seem really cool and you're like all right I'm I'm down with that um, you just go you know you just you just do it and i and 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 you commit yourself to okay these people are being very kind to me they you know i don't, for whatever reason they have faith in me i don't really have faith in myself but i'm going to try it i'm going to you know i'm going to try and put put my best foot forward and um so you know i i uh, um adjusted um, yeah, a lot of Denise's classes, Saturday morning classes, um, I was in the room and just moving bodies and learning how bodies move and things like that. And then she's like, Hey, we've got this teacher training coming up. This was very shortly after I started working there and, um, I'm with, with Annie Carpenter and, you know, I, my jaw hit the floor cause even I had heard of Annie Carpenter. You know, Who right, hasn't yeah. Heard? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, if you haven't heard of Annie Carpenter, I mean, you really should. I, I've transistor. even
0: heard of her before I came to you in the mat.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So she's she's a, a titan in in this field, and um, and she's a, a fabulous human being on top of being, um, you know, just smart and intelligent and funny and can communicate complex complex things to a huge room and have it resonate with each you know participant and that skill set you know she's honed over um you know her years as, as a teacher and so i you know i thought all right you know what i'm going to take on another teacher training program and and so did and and went through the smart flow um uh methodology train training and and i remember the first weekend um our teacher was uh, tiffany Russo, and um and so she was our lead and and i remember the first weekend leaving that that Sunday night and just shaking my head. And I, I, I said to, um, I think Tiffany had asked, you know, how was you know, kind of asking the room in general, how, how was your weekend? Making sure. Cause I know there must've been a lot of glazed looks of wait, what, mm-hmm. wait, what wait what, And, um, and I said, honestly, I've learned more in this weekend than I did in, uh, my last uh, place of employment. And in the six months it took, you know, for the, the teacher training program, the three months of the formal teacher training program and the three months prior. Of like a, you know. So I, I said I've, I learned more here uh, than I did there in, in three days. Um, and um, that's when I knew I was completely on the right track. I made the right bet. I took the right chance. I got a huge stroke of luck. Um, if Denise had not called me, Lord knows where I would be. Um, if Eric and Denise hadn't had faith in me, Lord knows where I would be. Um, and uh, I'm forever indebted to them because I would never have met Tiffany Bruce, I would never have met any carpenter. Um, I would never, you know, um, be, um, you know, a teacher of their, um, in their style, um, in my own humble way, but in their style, they are my teachers, and I follow them around um, like a a puppy dog, I think, at times. And... um, and I'm, you know, when you you know when you have the right teacher, that you just feel like, all right, I'm home. This is this is exactly where I need to be. And um, I hope for all of your listeners out there that they find a teacher, whatever it's BJJ or uh, mixed martial arts or whatever it is. When you find your teacher, you know, and you don't have to be uh, coaxed into it. It just feels like, ah, all right, there I'm listening in. They're speaking and I actually understand some of what they say um, but enough that it keeps me enthralled it keeps me coming back and um, so that's where I'm at right now in my journey I've completed well over 500 hours at their in any smart smartphone methodology um, and um, so yeah that, that's where I'm at now the
0: voice you're hearing is that of Sonny Ali a yoga teacher here um, quite Popular here in South Orange County, uh, can be found at several different studios, not the least of which is you and the Matt, where I found this gentleman and uh, began practicing under him. And uh, I understand what you mean. Of course, I'm DJ San Marco, but I view your class and my BJJ teacher, professor over at Gracie Baja in the same way that you describe Miss Carpenter and Miss Russo. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think of you the same. So you're doing uh, a fantastic job. Cool. Um, Sonny, I would be remiss if I didn't ask if your heritage brings you any closer to this. To, when you read the Sanskrit and you see this amazing art that's somewhere between, I don't know, three 4,000 years old, do you see okay. that and feel a certain pride that it comes from the same heritage that you come from?
1: Um, And this may sound like heresy, but the honest answer is no, I do not.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: It has nothing to do... Me being um, of Indian descent um, doesn't grant me any deeper insight into yoga and yoga philosophy um, than anyone else.
0: No, I um, mean, do you feel, pr- are you proud of it that it, not that, oh, it, it, you know, not like the joke, you know, how we joke around and stuff. I don't mean yeah, yeah. it that you know more because you're of Indian descent. Yeah. I mean, do you right. feel a connection to it because it comes from the same lineage that you come from?
1: Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool that, um, you know, this um, started in, you know, the country of my parents' birth, um, but I don't, I guess I really haven't stopped and given it more thought than what I just articulated, and it's cool. <laughs> it, it, it's cool I've given it more thought than you. <laughs> I have, and that's great. No, that's great. Um, I think it's cool, and I'm grateful for it, Um, and I'm grateful to see how it has grown and changed and morphed and um, continues
0: to grow. Continues to grow, big time. And uh, from what I've read, India, you know, like I said, they have an international uh, commission now, and they're going to try to legislate a little more closely because they don't want everything being called yoga if it's not yoga and so i think they're starting to take control of it a little bit and i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing so to remain you know um you know fairly close to what it's supposed to be instead of diverging off to a lot of different areas that maybe aren't yoga that people are marketing as yoga, I guess. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I did not know that. You're telling me something I did not know. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you know, a little bit of reading. You know, like, as you you know from knowing me, I look at things from a lot of different angles, you know, so I did think about that. I wonder if Sonny feels, you know, something of a certain pride that, you know, he comes from – um, his lineage comes from India and this art form that is exploded in the United States and is becoming more and more popular with a larger ever growing demographic of people that come to these classes and it's something that comes from where essentially where where you come from or at least your parents did yeah. and that would be something that yeah. I would take pride in Yeah,
1: no, it, it is cool.
0: Much in the way that Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, a lot of these teachers are from Brazil, and it's their art form, and they hold it, you know, closely. And maybe not so much in yoga, but it there's an angle there, I guess, that I was I was looking at.
2: So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so yeah, I think it's 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 a it really is a a fascinating art form. I really need to study more about it. I want to go to a class with uh, Miss Russo, and uh, and even you know what would be really fun is going to San Francisco like you like with you guys and doing one of those weekend seminars, we would have way too much fun.
1: Oh, we we would have fun. Um, and it would be, uh, fun to have you in a class, um, up there and, and, you know, a class with Tiffany would be hysterical too. It would just be good fun.
0: Yep. We got to make it happen. Um, although I hope Tiffany has forgotten the Darth Vader meme that I made up, uh, if I do show up in class, hopefully she's forgotten that. So. <laughs> it was all in oh good God. fun, all in good fun. I
1: know she has a sense; she has a great sense of humor. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and,
0: and I respect her a lot. I think she's you know uh, an absolutely lovely lady, and and uh, I um, hopefully if she doesn't think I'm
1: too weird, I'll be able to get into her class. No, so. uh, she's not. She's she is. Um, one of the kindest people i know and her ability to translate and transmit annie's um methodologies you know second to none and um she's clearly um you know um um, just an amazing amazing person and i don't you know i um, I don't have enough nice things to say about her. I'll just run out of them very quickly. So that's Suffice awesome. You say, if you if you have the opportunity to take Tiffany Russo's class, do yourself a favor and do it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna make it uh I'm gonna make it happen. So um so the journey is the journey headed somewhere? Is there a destination? There really isn't one, is there?
1: No, there isn't. Um I am very happy teaching, you know, at you know, at U of the Mat, which I consider my home studio. Um, you know, uh, AsanaFit. I forgot. I, th- I, I think I was just going brain dead when you are listing um, the studios. Some of my teachers' studio, Asana Fit in San Clemente, um, Cycle Barn, and and at Studio A. Um, but, you know, I'm very happy with the work they do, and I, I've got and I teach at a corporate gig as well. Um, I'm very happy with the work that I do and I'm very blessed to be able to, um, you know, meet new people every single day. And even if they're the same people, you know, on Monday and Tuesday, you know, so on and so forth, they're a new person to me every time I see them and I try to uh, try to have, have some fun with them.
0: One final question for you, Mr. Ali. Okay. Oh, wait, now I forget it was. I had a brain flatulation. Oh, this is like the most embarrassing thing. It was. I'm so, sad there we got to your end of your journey, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. Sonny, how could I do this? You podcast audience people know that I occasionally have a brain flatulation, but I got caught up when we were talking about your studio, and yeah. we asked you, was there an end game? And there really isn't because this journey just the journey really just keeps going and you keep
1: Well, if if you had if you had said um years ago that I would be assisting
0: Oh, I remember what it was, training. Ali. Go
1: ahead, go for it.
0: Why should somebody if if, if I'm out there talking to experts, person, I mean primarily the people that listen to me or MMA, jiu-jitsu guys, et cetera, but anybody, why should they come and go and start into practicing yoga?
2: Hmm.
1: Great question. Um, Why should you start doing yoga? The answer to that is there are as many different reasons as there are different people out there. Just as I started my yoga journey as part of a relationship, you know, building moment, Right. Um, you could start because you know, what are the common things we hear all the time? I don't do yoga because I'm not flexible. Okay. Um, Flexibility is one thing that you will gain, um, but that is not the only thing you will gain. Um, If being flexible was the only point of doing yoga, then you would just go to a gymnastic studio and stretch all day long. Mm -hmm. What's the difference, right? So, everyone has their reasons for some it is you know uh being around like-minded people that sense of community right and we're human beings we we don't live in isolation um for others it is learning you know uh, a new set of uh skills uh, how to move your body in a way that is intelligent and safe and fun and empowering and challenging all at the same time for others it's the sake of sort of mental clarity right with all the sort of uh, uh, mental health issues that are going on in the world that have been around for, you know, as long as the humans have been around, um, this is a um, practice that can help ease some of the, um, can help bring some clarity to a sometimes cloudy mind, um, to an anxious mind, to a mind that um, it doesn't, allow for or, or may not allow for uh, relaxation may not allow for um, a sense of quiet a sense of calm um you know there i i i would not know how to answer why should anyone come to a yoga practice because it's it's incumbent on that person that individual what's their story and whatever your story is um you know, it, there's there's a, a reason to show up onto your mat. Maybe it's just to have fun, right? I mean, um, I'll take I'll take
0: my stab at it. Um, yoga is for everybody. I don't care whether you want flexibility, whether you want to feel physically better in your body and able to move in places that you can't move. Um, yeah. on the floor and standing I don't care if you're a weightlifter. I don't care if you're a housewife or if you're a teenager it doesn't matter it's going to help you no matter if you're an old person Um, it's going to help you no matter who you are so I mean the breathing everything you know the, the, the aspects Is, of it, it not isn't it stretching. funny how no, sorry, I didn't mean to
1: cut you off but isn't Please. it funny how at the end of the day it just boils down to your breath, right? You could do, there are countless styles of yoga, right? Um, There are many different ways of um, showing up onto your mat. Um, At the end of the day, if your breath is not intentional, if your breath is habitual, what does that say about other parts of your life? Meaning, you know, how many things do you do that are habitual each day? For instance, brushing your teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Assuming you're brushing your teeth. I do. I do um, actually brush my teeth. Okay, I'm just saying, just saying. But how many things do you do that are habitual? And can you turn one more of those things into an intentional practice? Just yeah, one I guess more.
0: like to brush my teeth better?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or or pay attention to how you put your toothpaste on on the toothbrush. I mean, do you know does it go left to right or right to left?
0: You know. Good question.
1: Have you ever tried brushing with the with your opposite hand? You know? Yes. Um, you know, and it's and, and so that sense of when you slow down and start to appreciate the simple things in life, right? Um, the way your hands are placed in Down Dog, for instance, the way your body moves. In chaturanga, um, when you when you learn to appreciate how to move through space, then you can ask better questions about you know who you are, you know how we all relate um, to each other, and um, how we can be better stewards for this world that we live in. Um, you know, I think that, um, I think, you know, why should you show up onto your mat? Why shouldn't you show up onto your mat? Why would you not want to take a yoga class from time to time? I'm not saying commit to it every single day for the rest of your life ad nauseum, but, you know, if you're a weightlifter or a football player uh, or a housewife or a senior citizen, why not? Why, why wouldn't you? There There are yoga classes for everybody. In um, all shapes and sizes, all ages. Um, everyone leaves. Hopefully, if the class is taught with, you know, intelligence and 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 pacing and thought and care, um, everyone leaves better informed as to who they are, and uh, better able to um, deal with the sort of the vagaries of life. Um, You know, you ask the the, the brilliant question, why should anyone show up? My answer is, why not? What have you got to lose?
0: Um, I agree with you 100%. And the voice you're listening to there showed me one simple thing about something called Up Dog. And if you've ever been to a yoga practice, which I've been to hundreds and hundreds of yoga practices before meeting this gentleman that you've listened to here, and in one half a sentence, he changed my up dog forever. And Isn't
1: that funny how we... Well, thank you. First of all, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of blushing over here. Um, what's, what's funny about it is I may have said that same instruction, you know, Many times before, and you know there's a you know you you'll you you you'll hear it when you're meant to hear it. I'm glad it resonated with you. um There are things that I you know learned from my teachers, Tiffany and Annie that they may have said the same thing to me you know a thousand times, and then you just that it just takes that one time you hear it like oh, that's what you meant, oh. My goodness, I've been beating my head against a rock forever.
0: You don't remember what it was? Do you remember what it was?
1: No, I do not.
0: You, I I asked you how you get from when you're basically in plank and you go down into your up dog. How do you get your toes out from under you? And you said, "Oh, well, you just push until they flip to the tops of your toes." And I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: and I wasn't I'm, trying
1: to be, I wasn't trying to be smart. I No, wasn't you to be weren't,
0: to be and it worked, and now I do it every
1: day. <laughs> there you go. That is that is one of the you know that is one way of doing it. Absolutely, but it just yeah, I'm glad it worked. Hey,
0: it
2: did. It I'm so much
0: happier with my my right now. Now you just need to fix my warrior one. So <laughs> that in due time,
1: my friend. In due time.
0: all right sonny um i I really want to thank you for your time i hope uh people were enlightened and got a little bit more information about uh why they need to get into this and uh the interesting creature that is the yoga instructor um fascinating to me um especially at at where we're at there's such a a high level that i'm kind of spoiled honestly and it um, it was part of why I didn't move away when I had the chance for a very good sum of money to right. move to another state, and right. uh, part of it, for me at least, was a big part of it was my yoga and the people I was surrounded with there and my jiu-jitsu, and it sounds absolutely ridiculous to
1: a lot of people, um, but I really it, don't it care. Shouldn't, no. it, sh- it, sh- it shouldn't sound ridiculous to anybody because um at the end of the, at the end of the day you know you sound you you build uh, a good group of friends a good group of people that you resonate with why would you ever want to leave them
0: um, I don't I've and, moved all yeah, around so. the world for the military for the last 20 yeah. plus years and somewhat even beyond that and I just didn't want to yeah, do yeah. it again
1: so there you go Well, um, we're we're we we are we are the fortunate ones dj
0: thank you thank you very much um I'm uh, glad to be part of uh, the community here. Um, So, Mr. Ali, uh, again, I want to thank you for your time. If you want to uh, practice with Sunny Ali, there are the aforementioned studios. You and the Matt is one, the Cycle Barn in San Clemente, Studio A in Dana and what is that third one?
1: Asana Fit in San Clemente.
0: Asana Fit in San Clemente, and... Uh, God bless you if you decide to take any of his boot camp uh, that he occasionally does because um, <laughs> I, I will bring you coconut water. That's all I can say. Whoever you are out Thank
1: there, <laughs> all right. We still got to get you. We still got to get to the cycle barn to get you in that room.
0: Yes, I do. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I will come and do a cycle barn. I would like to all get right. you and uh, Carissa into uh, a so nice cool cool. bath. Thanks. <laughs> and to do some Wim Hof breathing. So um so we still have we still have scores to settle with one another we do. and all of them we'll are gonna be out. fun. Okay?
1: Yeah. All right, my friend.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Sonny. We'll talk to you. Okay. All right. All right. That was Sonny Ali, ladies and gentlemen. Um it was a pleasure and honor to have him on. And uh, without further ado, we will close the show. Our next episodes will probably be... Uh, we're going to do some more MMA stuff. And um, we have Jiu-Jitsu coming up with Eddie Bravo uh, next weekend. So we got to do an episode for that. And um, But I really, really think it's important to have some life episodes. I think it plays into the MMA community. It plays into the Jiu-Jitsu community. Um, when you can have something cool like this, like yoga, and if you knew some of the jujitsu guys and MMA guys that are doing this and what they've gotten out of it, or somebody like me, um, who's a jiu-jitsu player who uh, does it, yoga just for yoga's sake, and it uh, really has improved my life quite a bit. So uh, I want to thank you for tuning in once again. It's at MMA underscore BJJ underscore at, and life on Twitter, DJ San Marco one at gmail. And um, once again, as always, you know, as I travel through life, I always wonder what's up around the bend.